0: Welcome to Double Burst, a podcast about dice masters. We are a group of Utah players that want to bring you the latest dice masters news, strategies, tips, and more. Whether you're a new or seasoned player, we hope this show has something for you. I'm KT Data One, your host, and welcome to episode 109. In this episode, we'll be talking about our hidden gem Dormammu, Burning Ambition. We have a beginner's guide to brewing, and we wrap it all up with the Brewing Buddies. So let's kick it off with our hidden gem. Dormammu, burning ambition. All right, guys, we are here with Doctor J. JD. How are you doing today, my friend? I'm doing great. I'm gonna laugh when we go back. Like somebody's gonna go back and listen and see the transition from nothing to JD to Esquire, and just <laughs> just be able to tell like where in time that's gonna happen. Yeah, um, we're starting off a segment with you, but unfortunately, it is not a rules forum update. So, no, so, but it's still gonna be good. It, so, so yeah, you know, whiz kids, yeah. if you if you want to hear Jared start off the show. We, couple rulings would we can't guarantee it. it if you
1: don't release rulings yeah
0: um mike but yeah but it, it is our time to do the hidden gem and i believe this is a card that um i think i got a little love but then just disappeared right yeah off Off the face of first earth so our hidden gem is dormammu burning ambition um i can't remember what his energy is but he's, six he's cost, a six b- cost mask he's a mask. six cost mask and his ability is while dormammu is active your opponents with three or more active characters may not use action dice. Characters are active if there is at least one of their dice in the field zone. So three copies of the same character would only count as one active character. And he's from the Doctor Strange team pack, um, which I don't know if a lot of people got. I, yeah,
1: I mean, <laughs> what were some of the really good cards? From I think that Wong, set? Was, Wong was Wong. The main, yeah, the Wong was reason the people, reason people bought that, and he's not so good that you have to buy it. But yeah, Dormammu, I think, got overlooked a lot at the time, and I think he's better now than he yeah. has ever been before. When he first came out, he was a six-cost,
0: and it was during the time where everybody was like, six-cost is a little expensive.
1: Yeah, yeah, and he wasn't in a meta that was so action-heavy. We have a really action-heavy yeah. meta now. Like the
0: like the most used action back then was Lantern Ring, the rare Lantern Ring.
1: Yeah, exactly, so. and this the problem with... Dormammu at the time was he was six and it was harder to get him out before they were able to get the lantern ring out. Mm -hmm. So, and then, you know, he could be blanked or whatever, and then they could get it out. It was not as good. It wasn't as good of a meta for him to really be good. But now, I mean, you just see how many teams are playing the Scarlet Witch that makes people re It makes you reroll action dice or you can, if you roll them on energy that tells me that this is a meta where Dormammu is going to thrive.
0: Yeah, I mean, imagine having both of them out. Okay, so you somehow managed to reroll it twice to get on its action phase. Yeah. Can't play it still. Yeah, you can It might, might be better if you left it on the two energy. Yeah, and the
1: reason why Dormammu is so strong is those actions are just useless if, if your opponent has three enter, has three characters out. And I think that was one of the reasons why he didn't get played too much before was because people looked at him and said... This is entirely in my opponent's hand, hands, and honestly, it was a meta before where you didn't need three characters in the field. Now you kind of do. If you want to pull off a really good combo nowadays, you need at least two characters in the field, maybe a third, um, maybe a sidekick or something to block with. This is also very good against the heavy control teams we see popping up, where you've got you know Scarlet Witch and Shriek and Blob and. You have to
0: have characters in the field, yeah, and it's, it's a, actually a good compliment to, to if you if you're playing a villain control team because he's a villain, so yeah. that's another one for your uh, not Gobby your Nobby to trigger off too. Yeah,
1: no, he is I think he's really strong. He and like I said, he just locks down actions. He doesn't make people re-roll them. If they pull an action and they've got three characters in the field, they can't use that action period
0: yeah I, I love his stats too so oh, his
1: stats are so he's, good he's
0: a five five a seven six and an eight eight yeah. so especially now when you see a lot of people using a tune to ping stuff out like scarlet Witch is susceptible to that to getting pinged out um shriek is able to do that too with a five six seven eight you're not going yeah, to be able No, to i mean
1: you you could technically you could ping him <laughs> out it would take a lot of work Um, And if you if you're getting a combo out where every attune you do does four damage, just think about this for a second. Okay, so that's that's at least two action dice you have to purchase to ping him out of the field, which is eight damage that your opponent is not taking. If they reroll him and they get him back out in the field, you're going to just be buying action dice just to ping him out of the field, you're not going to be doing that much damage to your opponent. And if they get him out of the field, you can't use any of those action dice <laughs> yeah. you use you purchased to ping him out of the field. So, using the attune combo to ping him out of the field is a huge gamble because yeah, if you, they get you him, you might out, only
0: be able to do it only once too.
1: Yeah, and the the interesting thing was. This combo relied heavily on the, the the Attune combo relied heavily on the Uncommon Cube, right? Yeah. Where you would discount and then buy all these actions cheap. If he's in the field, <laughs> you don't get that. Yeah. You don't get to discount any actions or nothing. So you have to pay full price to do your full Attune damage to Dormammu if you can't buy two, he's not going anywhere. And even if you can, he might not be gone for
0: yeah. Long. And, and you know, you also have to worry about him as an extra body too. So yeah, what what he really
1: really reminds me of is Zombie Magneto back in the day for actions.
0: Mm-hmm. He just
1: he just blanks actions like, all nope, together. Yeah, nope. you,
0: And you, you you draw one sidekick, three actions, and you roll them all in action faces. Guess what? You have one energy or a sidekick. Yeah.
1: Another another issue that comes up was when he first came out. The meta was very much a six cost control piece is too expensive. (laughs) It's not that way anymore. You know, you can invest in a six cost character now without having to break your ramp, without having to break your churn, and you can. This guy is worth buying now. Whereas before, you know, you would have to bypass up a win condition or something that else that was going to help you take control of the game. Yeah, because
0: speed was a lot. It, it was, was a bigger. Much, yeah it was a lot bigger of a factor. Yeah.
1: And now that's not such an issue. So I would love to see Dormammu get some love uh because he's he's got a really strong ability and in today's meta I think he would just thrive.
0: Yeah. Um so like say you want to build a team, where 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 could you see him kind of fitting on a team? Like would you build it around Dormammu or are you kind of is it more of a slot in card? Where where in that spectrum does it Kind of fit.
1: I think I I don't like him as something I would build my team around, and that's just because I don't like the idea of building a team around a control piece. Because you know it all depends on what your opponent brings. If you build your entire team around Dormammu, then if you play against somebody who doesn't have actions, well, a big chunk of your team is taking a hit. So no, I would definitely slot him in on a team. Uh, I would probably slot him in in place of scarlet witch and i know that she's cheap and she's easy to get out you could easily substitute her control for a shriek or something early on and then work towards dormammu um i don't think you need both of them on your team uh and once you get dormammu out he's so oppressive i mean if your opponent wants to stop you from being able to use them they're gonna have to shriek him or something which is opening up your other options your other win conditions whatever it is that's available on your team you know and you can always you know shriek their shriek if it's that big of a deal where you need to stop them from using actions um so definitely slot him in on a team don't build around him Make sure you have some form of ramp though, so you can buy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every Th- team I think needs some sort of ramp to buy a six cost character, and every team I think needs to be well rounded enough where it has a six cost character that you can buy if your rolls are crap and if you just need to spend your energy on something.
0: Yeah, so so yeah, for for some of the newer players, like what what kind of ramp would you be looking for? Because I think a lot of people may be thinking of Ring of Winner, but that really only makes them a five cost. Um, like, what, what What would you be looking for to kind of make sure that you could get this Dormammu?
1: Um, ooh. A lot of people use, like, the spot and investigation. If that's something that's already on your team, great. I don't think you need too much more than, like, a resurrection and, and buy a cheap two-cost character or action die that you can use to roll on a two-energy side. Um maybe Villainous Pact would be good since he's a villain. If you're putting him on a team with a bunch of other villains, Villainous Pact and Resurrection might be a good way to go.
0: Kind of give you that two for one because uh, You know, Villainous Pact, just as a reminder for people, um, your opponent chooses one non-villain character die. All other non-villain character dice cannot block this turn. So it's kind of a way to get Dormammu's giant stats through. I mean, him punching in could even be a pretty le- good oh no character. you get
1: him out and you get villainous pact it's it's gonna be a a game ender so a uh, villainous pact i think would work really well with him for some ramp to get that you know, it works for churn and if you need a little bit more you can put resurrection on there you can put investigation on there uh i think um
0: and villainous pact is the one ramp global because it's pay a mask once per turn on your turn if you have no dice in your prep area you may prep a die from your bag So if you are at a competitive tournament and somebody uses Villainous Pact when something's already in the prep area, you can be like, you can't do that.
1: Yeah, if you're looking for like a more mono energy team, uh, Mimic, he's a mass character and he might work well there. It's interesting. I don't see people play Mimic for ramp like they did when he first came out. Oh,
0: I got smashed. Really? Against a Mimic ramp team. It was uh, one against many and using Mimic to ramp to get to that one against many. Mimic
1: is... I think, a stronger form of ramp than PXG ever was. And yeah, the cause... reason I believe that is because I've taken more bag burn <laughs> since Mimic came out than I ever took when PXG was in the meta, was, was in modern. So, yeah, I think, uh, I think Mimic would be a really strong form of ramp to get Dormammu and really any other high-cost character.
0: Yeah, uh, so that, that's pretty solid. So we actually want to hear from you guys. Um, Have you guys used this Dramamo before? Or if you have any suggestions for hidden gems, shoot us an email, doubleburst at ktdata.net, or leave it on our Facebook, facebook.com forward slash doubleburst. All right, Jared, thank you so much for talking about this hidden gem. And hopefully, you know, we'll have some more hidden gems later down in the line. And I will see you later on in the show. All right, guys, we are here with the K.O. King. How are you doing tonight, Russ? Good, how are you? I'm excellent. I I have to tell you um when i was at origins more people asked for you than anybody else on the team just saying
2: i really want to make it out there
0: <laughs> so um you know i tried to tell everybody said hi you know i'm pretty sure most people are like who are you, are you you're not russ <laughs> <laughs> um so but it it is time for i, I always kind of like to do some of these new player topics and um, what's always interesting about those new player topics is sometimes they evolve over time. So I, I think it's probably a good time for us to review, um, a beginner's guide to brewing for this game. Because as the game evolves, I think our brewing styles have evolved too, as as we've gone through this. So, um, imagine this Russ, you're a, um, you're talking to someone They're like, Hey, this is, I'm brand new to Dice Masters. I, you know, I, I want to know how to, how do I put together a good team? You know, I can't just throw... I've tried throwing random eight cards together. That didn't work out too well. Where do I start in terms of putting together a team so I can be competitive or be able to play against some of the other players?
2: Well, I would argue that putting random eight cards together is a good start. And that's always fun. But I think... So the first thing is, is what's the purpose, right? So what are you doing? Is it a casual event? Is it just a team to have...
0: Can I just say your inner teacher showed up a little, just a little bit when you said just <laughs> to figure out your purpose?
2: Yeah. So you've got to decide what you're going to do, what's your goal, if it's competitive or if it's like a casual. A theme night, you know? Yeah, yeah like all night. ladies
0: or something like that.
2: Right. That's going to dictate a lot of it because for me, if I'm going competitive... I know it doesn't appear, it, but I do focus more on a win condition. If I'm going casual or trying to do something, and some of you know it, some of the listeners know it, I don't even look at a win condition. <laughs> like, we just gotten like, you into trouble. <laughs> right, it has. <laughs> but I'm trying to have more fun. I'm trying to figure something out. I want to win, so I'll think about how I win. But it's definitely either controlling or putting a combination together, doing something like that. So if you're going competitive, obviously you've got to focus on a win condition. You've got to figure out what your card is going to be that's going to be your win condition. Personally, for me, if I'm going competitive, I'm looking at like two win conditions. And building is much different in competitive. If I'm playing a casual, I know I'm getting off on a tangent here. If I'm playing a a casual event, I'm looking at, you know, Especially for me, like a four or five card combo. I know that sounds crazy, but that's what I like to do. So that's kind of what I'm doing. I
0: think that's low for you. I've seen you try to do an eight card combo. So <laughs> so if I'm doing
2: competitive, I'm actually looking at a team of eight cards that is basically probably three or four teams that's overlapping. That Depending on what team I'm playing against, those are going to dictate the two or three or four dice that I buy. And that's all I'm gonna play. So that's a completely different thing. I'm happy to to build with people online competitive and I love chatting with people when they're developing teams. Casual is a lot more fun to brew. So I, I will usually start with a fun card. Yeah, something so, I so, want to do. Just so, a random card. So, so
0: so here here's I want to actually try this experiment. I have selected a random card out of the dice master sets. <laughs> And let's use this kind of an example. So we're, we're going to work our way through using your me- methodology. So the one that I picked. My uh,
2: methodology may sound crazy when we start talking about
0: it. <laughs> yeah. So what I got was um, Catwoman Nine Lives from Justice League, a four-cost fist, max four, if, if that helps, because I know sometimes you think about dice counts. Um, her ability is, when fielded, name a character die, draw a die from your opponent's bag, if it is the named die, you may field it this turn and attack with it. If you do, put it into your opponent's use pile at the end of turn. Return any unnamed dice to your opponent's bag. So, so this is the old super rare. I see the rare, peanut huh? gallery over there. Just, just, this, <laughs> just This is the old super rare. Huh? Yeah, yeah, super rare from so, Justice League. <laughs> She's a 2-1, a 2-2, two two, and a 3-3. Three three.
2: Okay, so when I'm brewing, if I look at a card like this, I have a when fielded, I have my opponent's bag, and attack. So I'm going to look at, at kind of those things. That's why I said it might sound weird the way I do this. So those are my three abilities. Now how can I like work on those abilities and make them work to my benefit? So fielding, you know
0: is this when you kind of consider those what I call doublers where yeah. you can do yeah. it twice you can do
2: for me in this game I don't want any ability that's just got a single use that's why I like when KO because I'm going to use that KO to do something else to do something else like this I want to fo- I want to bring something on my team that puts dice in my opponent's bag right so I would look at killer frost killer frost is going to give me when a KO'd ability, right, <laughs> meaning I want her. She stuffs stuff in my opponent's bag when it's KO'd. I can't remember how she exactly reads.
0: Oh, You'll Jared's going to be so angry about you about that. Right. Um, but so her, when, her, her is when Killer Frost is KO'd by a non-villain character die, add that non-villain character die to its owner's bag.
2: Okay, so I, I'm going to use her on my team to work with, with uh, nine lives, Catwoman.
0: Yeah, Which is great, because then you now have... Right, a...
2: so I have control of what's going into my opponent's bag so that I can pull those out and then attack with them, if that makes sense. So, again, this is going casual, because this is totally convoluted in the sense that I'm going to do that. So I'm going to pull those out, and I'm either going to then look at the villain affiliation and either use it to my ability or use the remove villain affiliation. Mm -hmm. Um, The global on on Raj al Ghul. So I'm probably going to use that just in case they have a villain that I want to attack with. So I'm going to take that. So right now I've got Raj al Ghul, Catwoman, and... Uh, killer Frost. Kill, Kill, I can Frost. never remember her name. I'm always like frozen lady when Jared and I are talking. About it. <laughs> what is that? that? So, so there's kind of where I'm
0: going there. Then I'm gonna, and you have kind of a mask in it. outside of the cat woman right now. You kind of have two mask characters, so right? that gives you a little more synergy, too.
2: Yeah, so and then I'm gonna look at probably something else with the villains. Um,
0: I mean, right now, Nobby is the hotness, so. That could be yeah. maybe right, because
2: yeah. But if I'm brewing casual, and this is, I am not saying this is the way to go. I personally, and this is the problem. This is why I have problems with the vents, and I get salty sometimes. Is I say that's too easy, and I won't put it on my team. But that's not a bad addition, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm, it it's working with my villains. I can, so I don't hate that. So that's a possibility, but knowing me, I would I would get that. I'd put it on my team. I'd go to an event, and I'm not going to buy it anyway because I feel cheap and dirty, even though I'm probably losing. So I want to attack with my opponent's cards. So I'm probably looking at some way to either overcrush or make something unblockable because I'm taking my opponent's Cards and I want to attack with it. So you want to get you want to take full
0: advantage of it,
2: right? So as as weird as her ability is, it does give a lot of options. So I've got those cards I've talked about. Um, I'm trying to think of all the the new cards that I'd want to play with. Um, Bard, Bard on it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would focus on the. Now, making sure that I can field her, right? So I want to mm-hmm. use her every time. Yeah. So I want to figure out some way to KO her. What is yeah,
0: because you don't want her to cycle through, right? Right.
2: So what is her defensive stats? 1, 2,
0: and 3. Oh, sweet. Yeah, and she has a zero, one, two fielding.
2: So I'd probably actually look at Malekith. So I can KO her
0: and uh, buy... Okay, the the super rare with the global, right? Pay a yeah. bolt. Once during your turn, KO target character you control. If you do, reduce the purchase cost of the next action you purchase by two.
2: So I would probably, oddly enough, buy that or use that and then... Sorry, my train of thought. I'm trying to <laughs> steer right now because it's going a few different I got, places. I already
0: got you in the brewing mindset. Yeah,
2: so I would. I would use that and then I would... By Villainous Pact, and...
0: Which is solid, because Malekith is another villain, too, so you're, like, building up this villain kind of... So, this sounds weird, but one thought I have...
2: I'm trying to see if this would work. Is actually have Danger Room that makes everything villains. So I actually have both abilities so i can make everything villains uh-huh and i can take villain affiliation yeah and it,
0: ha- it has the and danger room also has that handy global where right. we pay a bolt do one damage to target villain character die
2: right which would work with catwoman would give you yeah. another ko ability yeah
0: and it's a good kind of counter too so say if they put out a shriek or something she's a villain Right, so you could get out the shriek, or is, is Madam so, Mask a villain? Too? So this is
2: kind of a weird team because you've got both the ability to make villains
0: and take villains away. Yeah, you could get Madame Mask out too because that's another w- way they could prevent it. Because she she prevents when fielded, right? Yeah. So
2: see, but you're looking at all the defense to stop me, and I'm just thinking I'm, what combo I can figure out here.
0: I'm trying to balance it out. So I've we, got we, we know how wild the mind of
2: Ruskin is. We've got Danger Room. <laughs> And Raj al Ghoul, Catwoman, um, Killer Frost—I forgot her name again. <laughs> Killer Frost.
0: You're gonna hear it from Jared, man. Um, man, what's it? Uh, so what is what? Would, so yeah, what are you trying to think of right now? What, what? I'm trying to think of what I would
2: want in there. I probably actually okay. So and then Malakas—that's five. I'd have a fabricator.
0: Like what golem would you want on this? Yeah, I don't care.
2: (laughs) I mean, (laughs) it's really um, actually the the I think it's the rare four cost from the new set Uh, that would it increases global abilities by one, uh, which increases it both ways. But if I go to where I'm going to trigger. And not want them to... Yeah, it's, it's so
0: it's the Amber Golem Paragon Construct. Fabricate 2-5. When you purchase this die with Fabricate, gain 2 life. While Amber Golem is active, reduce the character die and purchase cost requirements of Fabricate abilities on your characters by 1. Is that the one? Yeah. Yep. Got your life gain. I know how much you like life gain. Yeah. Oh, ooh, is there a...
2: I know, I think everyone plays... This one. Is there a Absorbing Man that's Winfielded? Uh,
0: yes. Copy the Winfields? Yes, I think there is. So I'd
2: probably do that one so I could that's take two. That's the
0: rare old ball and chain. While Absorbing Man is active, when a went fielded effect is used, you may use a copy of it.
2: Okay, so I would use that. What am I Another at villain. Right. Like, that's another so villain. what am I at here? Five.
0: Six, Six? Seven? Six or seven. Yeah.
2: yeah. And then I would go Heist as my other action.
0: What was your... Uh, so you have Heist. Heist and Villainous Pact. Villainous Pact. okay. I'm surprised you didn't pick Truce. But
2: Heist is going to give me another opportunity to take stuff from their yeah, bag. Yeah, so,
0: because cause w- what are you trying to do? Kind of thin their bag out so you can have a better idea of what's in there?
2: Yeah, I'm okay. going to try... If I go to play this card, I'm going to try specifically to, to manipulate their bag. So I'm using Heist. I'm using that. I'm going to do it twice. I'm going to use Killer Frost to attack... So maybe I want to force block. Is there force block in modern? Uh, I guess we don't need to be modern. I don't. I yeah, because really it bothers Cat- me when cause, everybody cause, says because Catwoman is yeah. not modern. <laughs> so so you it know. really bothers me in the community when everybody says, "Well, it's not modern," unless it's a it's a sanctioned competitive event, which there aren't many of. Stores,
0: yeah, you probably know, it-
2: should be running more. Gold and stuff because yeah. there's a lot more cards. Yeah, that's a yeah.
0: personal opinion. Like, so, well, what I you know I want to remind people is like when you go play at your local store, they're hosting it for you to show up. Yeah. So if you guys want to try some of these things, talk to your to talk to the store owner, and I bet you they're more than not they're more open to b- making a golden yeah. event. And so stuff.
2: the force block I'd probably use because I was looking at her the other day would be red. I think she's a force blocker. She's, uh, um, uh, Phoenix. Who?
0: Phoenix Force.
2: Force attack. Ooh, force attack would be nice because then they're attacking on their turn. I put it in their bag. Then I, yeah, I'd go force attack.
0: Yeah. So, so any, what you, any of the Phoenixes from ABX? Yep. Cause so,
2: what, what you would do with this build up is you would use the force attack to attack your, uh, oh man, Killer Frost. Well, I don't know why I can never remember her name. <laughs> Killer Frost. <laughs> Come on, and then, man. <laughs> and then I would. He's dying over there, man. He's dying. It would KO. I would field my uh, nine lives. Catwoman put stuff in their bag on their turn. Then I can pull it out, play heist, use Malika to discount it. I've got all the villains I can use for attack if I actually want to win. <laughs> a, a game of this would really you would win when you attack with their characters which would make it a lot of fun. So I'd probably do that. I would focus on that. And I think we have seven or eight and then throw a knobby on. But the problem <laughs> is, is you're going to sit there and want to do this combination. And then you're going to be like, Oh, I want to win. And then you buy knobby and you're like, Oh, you'll be like Zach. I had a such and such team. And it's a yaunty cube. <laughs> I tried. uh uh What did he say? A, it was a, oh,
0: it was a was satchel, it, satchel team. Satchel. It, I have a t- satchel team, and it was Yonti Cube. No, no, it wasn't even Yonti Cube. It was lantern ring and oh. multiple Man. <laughs> yeah, so... You're just luck that he has conflu right now, and he can't right. defend himself. Yeah, so... <laughs> that's By the way, Zach, get better.
2: That's kind of my thought process. I want to find something fun, and then kind of extrapolate that. You have... Guards that have abilities. Use the ability multiple ways. And that's kind of... My thought process in brewing, I don't know if most people brew that way. They probably brew with how to I, win.
0: I, I feel like I could make, like, we, this could become a recurring segment for, like, all the different guys just to see how they brew and see how different it is. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we want to hear from you guys. How do you brew? That and, was not
2: an easy one to brew but on I, the spot. I,
0: I'm, I'm not going to lie. I picked. I seriously picked a <laughs> card out of random, and it just happened to be that one. I didn't, like purposely find it it just that was the one that came up i was so glad i got that in a draft super rare because <laughs> you wouldn't trade for it yeah <laughs> um but yeah so we want to hear from you guys how do you guys brew and do you kind of like this segment where we we pick a random card and go through a process and kind of put together a team um let us know shoot shoot us an email doubleburst at ktdata.net or leave it on our facebook page facebook.com forward slash doubleburst. All right, Russ. I will see you in a second to do even more brewing for our brewing buddies. All right, guys. We have the full crew here. We have Doctor J, JD. What's um, up? Somebody sent an email the other day pre JD, like they were trying to mark a time point. So,
1: oh right. I, I great. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> and then we also have the Ko King. How 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 are you, gentlemen, doing tonight? Good. Can and then I, I so I kind of told Russ, but everybody missed you at Origins too, Jared. Um, I missed them
1: too, man. Getting your messages and stuff from Origins, I, oh, it yeah. killed me that I couldn't yeah. be
0: there. Yeah, but I'm not gonna lie, I missed both of you the most out of everybody because I was walking, you know, as Zach and I were walking around I'm like, man, Jared would love to see this, Russ would love to see this. You when know, you
1: went to the Colossal Games booth and got info on Eclipse 2, I was just dying. I was like, I want. I want to be there. I want to ask them all kinds uh, of questions. You, you, could
0: have, you should have seen the minis, man. They look sweet.
1: I was waiting for you to send me something. And be like, hey, send me some questions. You want me to ask them, but I
0: didn't get that. They, they look sweet.
1: So they well, they yeah. look like the they look like the ones from the first game, which I have. <laughs> but I want more.
0: You got some good interviews yeah. though coming yep. up. Yep. So yeah, yeah. and so here, here's a side plug. If you guys don't care, you can ignore this. But if you guys want to see what zach and i were doing when we weren't playing dice masters at origins we went around the convention getting interviews with all of stuff so right now um as of time of recording we've we've already gotten eric lang that name may sound familiar to you so if you want to check out that interview
1: if it doesn't you need to read the cover of your dice masters box
0: yeah yeah <laughs> um and I, I think he might want to mention that i think he he got top billing in terms of the game designer so totally um between him and mike elliott i guess they have a friendly rivalry on whose name gets top billing on it. Cause as they were signing cards while they were playing their match, um, whoever got, whoever was the second person would try to sign their name above the, <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, so it kind of went back and forth depending on that. Um, but all of that is at ktdata.net. Um, but what we're here for, it is a time for another brewing buddies. And this is a great one too, because I actually met him at origins, um, and Russ, I think I've told you this story, but it was it's hilarious. While Zach and I were walking around the booths, checking out stuff and getting interviews, we walk over to the champions of Midgard. Uh Are they Red Hat, right? Red Hat Studios or Red. Uh, we look Fox. in the. We look at Russ's game Gray Fox. club. <laughs> Gray to see. Fox. Yeah. So he was at the Gray Fox booth. And, um, we were just asking about the, mat- they have this cool neoprene mat for it that ha- has room for the expansions and they stuff.
2: awesome stuff for yeah. that game.
0: Yeah. So what, mm. it, what, what happened was Nick was like, so, uh, what do you guys do? I'm like, oh, you know, we're, we're from ktdata.net and we cover conventions and do some podcasts and stuff. And I was like, so are you the KT data? I'm like, yeah, that, that's me. He's like, I listened to one of your podcasts, listens to double burst. So, uh. Shout out to Nick over there. He was awesome. One of the
1: guys from a different game booth
0: that yeah, had nothing to yeah. do with Dice Masters. Yeah, he it was yeah, like, he, we listen to your show? Yeah. That's awesome. That's way cool. So I wanted to give a shout out to Nick. He also... In, in, Is he the one who sent in this Brewing Buddies? Yeah, he sent in this Brewing Buddies. Oh, man, I feel bad that we pushed this off so long and, because this card's hard and and, and, <laughs> and and in honor of Russ, too, for the Golden Age tournament at, at Origins, he uh, played a Black Lantern team. So... Uh, it <laughs> so makes me want to play awesome. Black Lantern Aquaman awesome. with... Uh, yeah green devil mask.
2: Yeah. So, oh. yeah, <laughs> that'd be gross.
0: So, so to go on to his email, he, so he's got, he sent in this email. I got a brewing buddies with the KO King in mind. How would you make a team around rare Yondu? I have two thoughts for ensuring everything is in the use pile. Either Xavier's school or insect plague but when I've used Insect Plague, I ended up with more with more of a sidekick team. So what characters would you use to fill the use pile, and how would you go about getting him KO'd? Super Rare Malekith. I was also thinking about Absorbing Man to copy the KO for extra damage. Um, and if you guys aren't familiar with the Rare Yondu, he's a 5-cost bolt out of the Guardians of the Galaxy set, and his ability is when Yondu is KO'd, Yondu deals 1 damage to your opponent for each non-sidekick character die in your use pile.
2: Yeah. So, here's my one thought. Sacrifice. I'd want to...
0: Actually use this keyword, the sacrifice keyword.
1: (laughs) For each non-psychic character in your use.
2: Yeah, so I'd want to
1: sacrifice... I'd want
2: to use Spidey's last stand.
1: I know that's not modern, but
2: you know, you're probably not playing this in a modern tournament. But... So I would I would do Sacrifice and actually Rare Nebula. So when you draw this die from your bag during your clear and draw step, you may send two other dice drawn your turn from the bag. So you're actually oh, she, she just to cycle. She, like she sends
1: them to the used pile? Yeah. I was going to say you could use the cube just as easily, but that sends them out of play. But this would be better because it sends them to the use pile isn't there a grip hunter that does same type of thing
0: uh i think it's the draw four and then you can send those to the use pile and draw four more yeah is what you're thinking of yeah that's the one i'm thinking of
1: either one of those yeah. would be really good
2: for this guy. either one of those um just i be- always try to use this nib i don't know why i think she's terrible but i try to use her <laughs> she's
1: like a bad version of the cube isn't she like yeah she, it's less dice and it's a character I don't know. I don't. I don't like her as much as a cube, but I think Rip Hunter. But I would could. Be really I could solid. sacrifice her though. So if I get a couple of her now, she's
2: a four, and then I use Spidey's Last Stand. I can sacrifice her, draw to die, and then so I. I have two different an action and a character that allow me to draw more. Sounds like the, work. i, like I, a I lot hey, of work. I, 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 well, are you trying to win? or Are you trying to have a combination? <laughs>
0: There I is like, a drastic. I like, to, I
1: like to use my combinations to win. That's the point. That of seems brewing. like too much work. I I know. <laughs> no, it's so, just like so, I mean, it's just a step too far. So you have Malekith
2: to KO. So what you do is you buy Yondu. You buy an Absorbing Man.
1: You KO Yondu. You deal damage. I don't like the timing on that. You totally need Absorbing Man, though, to, to double yeah. the damage, right? Because this is not doing a lot of damage each time you KO him.
2: Well, no. See, if you have this Nebula and Sacrifice, then you're sacrificing stuff, so it's there. I don't like the timing of Malakath <laughs> so though, because so Malakath you're yeah. going
0: to
1: KO and then purchase. Yeah. The biggest problem with this card... Is that it runs so counter to what Russ likes to play? He likes to keep his bag thin. He likes to keep it efficient. This yeah. is this works the complete opposite way. You have to gub up your used pile so bad to make this thing start dealing a substantial amount. Do you know of damage. what
2: would, this would be a counter to? Your old Doomsday team, kind of.
1: Because I would want, I would ko my. I would it it KO actually would. It actually would, I would because Doomsday would ko them and send them to the to use pile. Use <laughs> pile. So, so how would timing work? On you that? would k. I would ko all your characters, including your Yondu and. I'm not sure if they would but either way, they're going to the used pile and his ability's still triggering. So I mean it wouldn't be like a hard counter because maybe I'd be taking like five damage yeah. from doing
0: it. But so yeah. So, so I have two thoughts on, on getting stuff to the used pile. The first one, could this actually be a possible good use for the deck of many things? No. So he's
1: got a name Super, everything Super rare right. Hulk. Super rare Hulk. This is this could maybe <laughs> You could but, you can clear something. your whole field, send everything that you just got KO'd to the used pile and be ready for yawn to the next <laughs> turn. As long as it can <laughs> you be can't KO'd. Say that on a straight yeah. face. As long as you can find a way to make your no, opponent KO. Actually,
2: it. what I was thinking is one costs.
1: No, yeah, so, so cheap. Cheap. So characters. especially if I'm golden. Morphing jar. Morphing jar. Yeah, yeah. cobalt yeah. morphing so, jar.
0: So, so here's another one that's actually good. Um it's golden now. Guess what? Any of the Rip Hunter's chalkboards. So use it for the action because all of them are add all dice in your bag. Oh, to your I use love pile. that
1: one. Oh, yeah. So yeah. you
0: would empty your entire bag. Into the two the cost pile. is yeah.
2: good.
1: The crazy. Uh, the the good thing that I think, uh, dude, would Polaris work with him? Yeah, yeah. you can use Polaris with him. So really, what you're looking for... W- which Polaris I, are we the, looking
0: for? Uh, excuse me? <laughs> I'm just trying to help people at home. The who, rare
1: Polaris.
2: Yeah. Pay a shield, bring back a character that was ko Yeah, while so Polaris is active, awesome.
0: when one of your character dies is ko you may pay a shield. If you do, return it to the field zone at level one. I'm
1: just making sure everybody at yeah, home know. knows what so, so talk you talking you get two Yandus out, okay? You fabricate him, which gives you another die in your use pile. You use Polaris to bring them back, and then you fabricate them again. That's going to deal a lot so, of damage. So, what? actually, here's the thing. Would you uh, – this is the weird thing because I
2: don't know if you would – I think I would go um, Absorbing Man and just one Yondu. Yondu's a five cost, right? Yeah. Yeah, yep. So so Absorbing Man gives you basically copy him as a three cost. So if no, I fabricate because
1: isn't absorbing man when a KO ability triggers you use it again. Oh, so if yeah. you fabricate absorbing man out, you yeah, don't get yeah. it. You would only get it for the one Yondu. But if you have absorbing man and you fabricate two Yondus, no, why wouldn't you you're get- getting four times the effect. Why wouldn't you get cuz he would be he'd be out of play when the yeah. when KO ability triggers because you would KO him and absorb man at the same time yeah, cuz oh no, he but be active.
2: Could- he's a 5 cost so you could fabricate him and a sidekick. No, you could. You could. So so here's the thing. In a golden, you kind of use some of the purchasing trickery that everybody used now. You get a... All you would need is get Absorbing Man out and a Yondu. A Doppelganger.
0: Yeah, I was like, yeah. Wouldn't a Doppelganger work?
1: <laughs> anytime, anytime you want another die in so, the field, so just get Doppelganger. So Doppelganger. <laughs> I hate that Doppelganger,
0: part. Absorbing
2: Man, and Yondu. Because that would trigger Yondu four, four times, times. If you... It,
1: well, no five, no, that'd be hard, right? Because <laughs> if you fabricate out the doppelganger, does it no, stay? No, you just fabricate a sidekick, you
2: sidekick and Yondu, uh, and and
1: you it only, copy an absorbing has man. Oh, so would that trigger it? That'd be four, that would trigger it, right? Because you'd have two, two different, yeah. absor- two different absorbing mans in the field, Yondu would KO three times, once for Yondu, once for Absorbing Man, once for Doppelganger. So that triggered three times. Yeah. So
2: three times, but before you fabricate, you buy four morphing jars and four (laughs)
1: cobalts. I mean,
0: that would be awesome.
1: I think that would be awesome. Um, I, I really think two Yondu's is the way to go, though. And I don't think he's that hard to buy. I don't think it's so. If you hard go to buy two yandus. two yandus, an absorbing man and a <laughs> doppelganger, on one
2: turn you buy four morphine jars, and you fabricate the two yandus. How much damage is
0: that? I don't know. I lost count. Uh, so <laughs> is is that a picture of it? That's Nick right here. I forgot. Ah, I got a picture of Nick. I'll nice. have to post it on. Him. So nice. how, So that would be
2: how much damage would that it, be? Uh, just so just you, randomly. So how just much would that
1: four be? characters in the use pile, then. Yes. Yeah, so I have four
2: morphing charge right right so so I, you're
1: gonna so you're gonna do you're gonna do eight for the two yandus for the two yandus. eight for the absorbing man, man and you have doppelganger yeah another eight eight times three is 24 damage nice. one fabricate <laughs> for 24 damage yeah that's I the mean, kind of stuff i would try
0: to do now i kind of like <laughs> oh, i think i want to do that <laughs> yeah
1: that's totally a rust style team
0: yeah the well, the, the, keep in mind the email started. I got a brewing buddies with the KO King in mind. So. Yeah, totally.
1: That's one hundred percent a Rust team, which is the funny weird because it also just...
2: runs very counter to Rusty's yeah. play style. The weird thing is, is you have that. Uh, you would have to make sure if I did if I did play something like this, it would have to trigger the win on like one or two KOs because it's too. I don't like buying stuff that I need in the use pile. Yeah, that's why I would go with like a nebula or rip hunter and spidey's last stand something where i i have control of what's going in into my used and then i have a way to cycle it
1: yeah, you know what this this reminds me of? This takes me back to the Buster Blader from Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh, which, which, which was sons. another... My son crushed it back in the day with that Buster Blader. That's such a fun card. That would be fun to play with this card, kind <laughs> yeah, of. Because, sure, let's learn that out of that, too. Yeah, you're just gubbing up that used pile with characters. But you're, you're actually benefiting twice, so you could yeah. fabricate and then go through.
2: Oh, I got it. <laughs> okay, so Buster Russ had an epiphany. No, I did. So Buster Blader is what he gets at
0: the start of the attack step. This monster gets plus one attack and plus one defense for each non sidekick monster in your opponent's used pile or preparer. So this one's oh, your it's opponent. The opponents. That, but
2: okay, so you could still do this. You, ma- Green Devil Mask. You uh, Buster Blader. This is really off the wall, but you've got. <laughs> Buster Blader and uh Yondu. You buy characters, Green Devil Mask, and you use truce. So whatever I was
0: wondering when truce would fit in this episode. Well,
2: so so whatever doesn't go out with Green Devil mask, you have what's her name on your team so you can add a sidekick to their field. Uh White, White Tiger. Tiger. And so You trigger Green Devil Mask. You get their characters into their used file. And then you fabricate Yondu. Or no, you use Truce to get Yondu, a couple Yondu's out. They have to clear their field, whatever doesn't go out with Green Devil Mask. Then Buster Blader's your win with the attack. So you get the damage in with Yondu, you you know, whatever. Whatever's in my used file and then go through. Ooh, and then you know what you do? You add to this. It's a seven cost, but what else you add to this is cring. So I keep stuffing, <laughs> stuffing my opponent's bag. So
1: so they it's never, all so the use sidekicks. piles never, never empties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we did got a five, a six, and a seven. Did you get all that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a five, six,
2: and a seven. <laughs> yeah, so, so you probably want nowhere so you can like, keep moving. <laughs> oh, up. sure. Why not? <laughs> like, yeah, just
1: yeah. slap it
0: on there. Yeah, for people who aren't familiar with Krang, it's when fielded move all sidekick dice from your opponent's use pile and prep area to their back. So that game? The oh. only
1: counter was to field the sidekicks, <laughs> and you can't do that with Green Devil Mask. Oh, you can't.
2: This was, this was such a killer to the, the old PXG. And no. and we oh, laugh, but I could put games on hold for, like, an hour. I couldn't lose, but I really could've win, could've win couldn't win. win <laughs> but, but I put some really good teams on ice, but I didn't, like... You had parallax on that team, didn't you? Yeah. I remember Nathan was like, oh, I can beat
1: that, and I just, like... <laughs> Stopped. He couldn't do anything. <laughs> he was so confident. <laughs> he was like, "No, I can do it." He starts fielding his sidekicks. And I don't remember what you did, but just shut that down. Yep. So it was uh, Green yeah. Devil Mask could do that, but that's a
2: that's all. But that would be old school golden fun. Would be
1: Crane, Buster Blader, that's, and that's, Yondu. That's what I call the the inefficient KO King (laughs) team brew. You came here for a a way to make this card more playable and more fun and effective. And Russ has just given you, you know, a hodgepodge of cards that probably won't work at all. So my more efficient version of this team is to get two Yandu's out, get that absorbing man out, maybe Polaris. So you can bring him back if you need to something cheap, I'm thinking more modern, um, maybe like a Daisy Johnson because she's a two cost or I'm trying to think. of what Ooh, Daisy Johnson sheep. actually wouldn't be bad because you could also KO your Yandu when you attack. Absolutely. Yeah, you could because he's got one, two. Does he have a three defense? Uh, three? Let me check. I can't even remember.
0: Yondu is one, two, two.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, you can pretty much KO him and, what's, and your what's opponent's Polaris's defense. She's probably got crappy defense, huh? No,
0: she's got pretty good. I want Two, four, and five. Yeah. So she, oh. she'll be okay. Yeah. As long as so, she's not on So you can one.
1: attack with Daisy Johnson, knock a couple of them out, bring all bring those shields. back, bring that Yondu back for your opponent's Daisy turn. Daisy Johnson, maybe. you have to pay the shields, right? Yep. Yeah, that's a oh, lot of crap. shields. You can't use the double use of energy. <laughs> 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 Boo. Yeah. But, uh,. I would probably just you need something cheap so that you can buy them and put them in your use pile. Maybe even big entrance and don't Ugh. put them in your bag, Boo. but just get the discount for Boo. those cheap characters and put big them in entrance? your use pile.
2: What's wrong with you? Ugh. That is uh, such a terrible card. You Ugh. were
1: just preaching like Krang and yeah. all this other <laughs> crap, and you're just like, ew, big entrance, <laughs> a usable card. <laughs> it's oh, not usable. What's wrong though. with
0: you, man? If I wanted two energy, I could just get two energy.
1: So, yeah.
2: the f- for sure, I would go Rip Hunter or Nebula. And, yeah. And if yeah. it's, I mean, that's what I do for sure if it's
0: modern. Rip Hunter's not modern, is it? No. It's uh, not He's Batman. Isn't I Batman Rob? Oh, oh so he, he is Batman. Is His yeah. chalkboard is golden. Yeah. 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 So,
1: for sure, Nebula or him. Yeah, anything to put dice cube. in the use pile. Maybe, uh, maybe um,
0: cube would be good. Cube, uh, yeah, cube, cube wouldn't be too create bad. Create food the and common.
1: water. You could use the global, and possibly stack your. It's just
2: gonna get one more damage, though, huh? You're just gonna get one more damage. That's why I like cube. What are some? Rip Hunter, what are some cards
1: that? What about uh, Xavier's School? Doesn't that do yeah, something? Yeah, that's what he said. That's, that's what he, he suggested. He yeah, said that? you forget that, huh? Yeah, that was. In I the wasn't emails. listening when. Who said that? That was Nick. He wrote it in the email. Oh, Nick said it. Yeah, no, he's got a good idea. He's onto something there. Definitely. That would stack your used pile with everything. Yeah, but it would stack it with everything. I don't know if you want everything. You want everything
2: because you want to do everything. Everything means your sidekicks you are going back in your bag again, and then you just got to recycle it. If you this do is Cube, why... you get to choose what's there. So you could kind of keep the sidekicks from staying in your used. If you do right Cube, the the
1: one you use that. The comments not have to roll. You just yeah, but that it. sends them out of play. It doesn't send them to the user. Oh well. yeah, that's why so, I don't but, like it for this.
2: No, I ko on my opponent's turn. I just got to figure out that.
1: So I pull it, I cycle I mean, it,
2: and that's then I why ko I... it on my opponent's turn.
1: Whether you... he attacks, they attack, or I'm trying he's to think what you could use in modern to ko something on your opponent's turn. Malakith, he's a once per turn on your turn, isn't he?
2: No, I think it's
1: just once per turn. Oh, maybe he's once per turn on your turn. Yeah, once that's during your turn. Dumb.
0: once during your turn.
1: <laughs> they didn't just bring Blue Eyes back for you to abuse. I
2: magic missile.
1: I mean, that's not a bad <laughs> idea. Not it's, a, ba- can't, it's not you, a you bad know. way to go. He's got super. Is there heads. a? Is there a global of?
2: Instead of villains, a like Guardians of the Galaxy spend one bolt to deal the damage to a guardian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. Um, ooh. Pair him with super rare. Is it the super rare? Give all guardians call out. He'd be good with Star, Star Lord. Oh. Yeah, he'd be good with call out. Then you don't.
1: Yeah, then you don't have to actually do use his ability and you can just he's got use good his enough big stats. stats. They probably don't want to just let but it probably through. Probably going to block him. I mean, they'll take less damage if they block him, but they're still taking damage either way. I like that decision you're making them. Yeah, you're forcing them to make a choice. Is
2: there any way to stuff the used pile after you call out?
1: Uh, I'm thinking, like, the create food and water global is a way to... Something you can manipulate during... It has to be a global or an action. No, an action. So I could... Are there any actions that let you draw dice and put them in the use pile? Like yeah, the, the, relaxing. No, um, the one that he mentioned, uh, uh insect plague, insect plague. That's only sidekicks. It, no, no,
2: it, no. It's everything. Wait, but hold on. Actions right? is all actions, right? It's not basic actions. Yeah, yeah. So you could use uh it's it's golden, but you could use Rip Hunter's chalkboard.
0: Yeah, like like I said, Rip Hunter. So you a attack. You way. call
1: out. And depend- if they're like... Uh- with Xavier's school, do you uh, do you prep the die that you get or do you roll it? Uh, I think you prep it. Let me double check. See, that would be a good time to use Xavier's school is if you get it, you use call out with Yondu, you attack, and then once they declare whether yeah. they're going to block or not, then you do it and just pff, drop all that stuff in your use pile. Right. Yeah, that could be gross. And then if you have another Yondu, you could prep it. For the next turn.
0: Yeah, because yeah, you prep it and then add the rest to your use box. Yeah, so prep I would try turn. to have yeah. some
2: fun with some call-out and use instead of a...
1: It's like, a great opportunity having... to manipulate the turn order as well. Like really make force them to make a decision and then punish them if they make the wrong decision. That could, ooh, that's,
2: that could be fun. Especially if you have a buff. Oh, yeah. To add to
0: that decision. Mm-hmm. Now now you got now you got it thinking. So Nick, hopefully this will help you brew your Rare Yandu team. Um and again, it was great meeting you in the person at Re- Origins. If you guys have suggestions for brewing buddies, and like I said, our list is getting low. I think we maybe have one or two that's in the hopper right now. Shoot us. Maybe
2: someone has an idea they wanna
0: on Krang
2: or <laughs> Buster Blader <laughs> or Karibu, something, something
0: Kar- from Kar- Yu-Gi-Oh. Kar- <laughs> Kar- <Bo. laughs> Kar- something from <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh. Kar- <laughs> um, but, yeah, you can send that our way. Shoot us an email, doubleburst at ktdata.net, or leave it on our Facebook, facebook.com forward slash doubleburst. Gentlemen, thank you so much. Um, and this was a great team to brew. I had a blast. And that's it for this episode of the Double Burst Podcast. We would love to hear from you guys. Have you guys used that Dramamo before? And how do you brew? Shoot us an email, doubleburst at ktdata.net, or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash doubleburst. Check out doubleburst.com for past episodes, places to subscribe, and cool player resources. If you guys are looking for a way to support the show, head on over to twitch.tv forward slash ktdata and sub today. That money just goes and helps to make the show even better. Big thanks to everybody who listens to the show. Everybody on the team appreciates it. And until next time, my friends, may your dice rolls be ever in your favor.